Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. everyone. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you this evening with a glass of water. I want to chat with you today about what makes us as healthcare providers, as a collective, more prone to burnout than other professions. What are the factors that lend us more towards burnout? And there are many. I'm sure you can think of several. I'm just going to name a few that stand out to me as of late but there are many. And uh, one of the first and probably one of the most obvious ones as healthcare professionals, we're healers, we're caretakers, right? So we tend to put others' needs and wants before our own in and outside of work. So keeping that in mind, um, you know, picture this, you go to work, you're there all day, then you come home and then you have to respond to the demands of the household, right? And then also to those who are in the household, your family members, your loved ones who you try to be present for. And even if you, you know that's where you want to be and you're joyful in doing that, it still takes energy, right? And then you go through it again tomorrow, tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And then you might start to feel a bit like you're going through the motions sometimes. And you could be losing your sense of self during that time as well. And not only that, you might start to feel a bit underappreciated if during those during those times no one's really saying or disrupting that pattern and saying like you know you're amazing like you're doing this and you're doing that and I just want you to know that I see you and and you're you're doing such an amazing job like I just wanted to let you know that but if nobody's saying those things you know you start to feel a bit underappreciated or unseen unheard right so keep that in mind. That's probably one of the strongest factors, I think, that um, lend healthcare providers to being more prone to burnout. 
Second, many healthcare providers, especially physicians and nurses, will work long shifts, a lot of overtime, right? And they'll also work like long stretches of consecutive days, right? And if those hours are long on top of that, you can imagine that sleep cycles are being disrupted or altered. And if we're not getting, you know, as much as seven hours of sleep a night consistently, it can immediately affect your mood, your focus, your attention, your clarity, and your level of irritability. One of the biggest signs for me if I don't get enough sleep is irritability. And I'm pretty aware of that. When I sleep fairly well for a few days in a row, there's a big difference between my, my irritability uh, when I don't. <laughs> um, you know, I'm self-aware about it, but just sometimes you just don't get to sleep in time and uh, you do pay for it the next day, unfortunately. But just try your best to get into a routine that works with your circadian rhythm. Everybody's got one, okay? Limited autonomy. This is a big one for me too. I think a lack of flexibility when it comes to, um, you know, scheduling and things like that can can make healthcare professionals feel more prone to burnout. Um, but also, not only that, something I noticed many years ago in private practice was that I felt like my, my you know, my decisions as a clinician were largely um, dependent on financial pressures of organizations and also third-party insurers and I really had a hard time with that because it conflicted with my core values and it conflicted with my own um, sense of you know personal efficacy and my own sense of competency as a clinician and confidence in myself because you know you you start to feel like sometimes the decisions out of your hands so you know it took me time to really balance all of that out you know the collaborative decision making between my patient and i and then also being mindful of third-party insurers and um, you know organizational structures and frameworks when it comes to uh, finances and budgeting and things like that feelings of fear of failure, embarrassment. This is a big one. Like when you become, when you feel like it's possible that you could become burned out and those feelings of, you know, feeling like you failed maybe or feeling embarrassed by them is I think what makes us also more prone to burnout because as healthcare professionals, there is that stigma out there that many of us feel like if we don't help ourselves that we, um, could be deemed unfit to practice, right? So we don't want to seek help because we should be helping ourselves, right? We're the experts, we have the knowledge, but like I've said before in other podcasts, knowledge is different, right? It's different than emotion. It's different than your mental health sometimes, you know, we're not thinking as clearly and it's always hard to have an objective point of view when we're helping ourselves as opposed to helping others. So just keep that in mind and also remember that you know, you're not alone. And there is a culture of loneliness that exists in healthcare. I believe it. Many might not say it, but I do believe it exists. Many people think and feel that they're um, fighting this battle of burnout alone or struggling to find their purpose alone. And I'm here to tell you that you're not, okay? That, w that I know I've experienced it and, you know, I've wavered in and out of it. And it's something that for me as a healthcare professional and loving what I do, it's worth 
it's worth it for me to experience those emotions and to be aware of them and you know and to grow through them for myself as well so i just want you to know that if you're if you're struggling with something and i know it's hard and you feel alone please reach out to me on instagram at best obsessed okay best obsessed with jen you don't have to go at it alone um, and you know there's just way too many people out there that are not happy and um, when you're in that space you're not able to think very clearly right so just keep that in mind and please reach out to myself or to someone you trust um, if you're struggling right now I'm, I, it'll make a huge difference finally well there's a couple more but this is the second last one emotional empathy being greater than your cognitive empathy as a clinician so i spell emotional empathy with two l's when i think of emotional empathy this to me is a healthcare professional who is so um, consumed by the negative emotions that their patients may be feeling or even other people in their lives might be feeling that they carry those and are consumed by them in such a way that they then embody them and this compound effect of this um, can result in compassion fatigue for example and burnout so just be mindful of that you know if you're not sure how to do that if you're not sure what the difference is between emotional and cognitive empathy cognitive empathy is just your ability to to understand or try to understand your patient's emotional drivers and emotions and story and perspective but also remain clear-minded enough yourself to offer compassionate solutions okay when you're when you're more emotionally empathetic you are not really able to help your patient to your full potential because you too are feeling the negative emotions as well that are going on and are consumed by them too too much so that it, you're unable to be objective okay and finally the last one is technology i'm a huge fan of technology i think it will be great for interprofessional communication i think it will be great for minimizing fragmentation of the healthcare system and most importantly i think it will be great for uh, patients to access their health records and data uh, which i think is huge okay and while this is revolutionary while i have compassion for technology i also am realistic and know that this is going to be a huge learning curve okay so even in some areas like who have been implementing electronic documentation for a while physicians are struggling with keeping up okay so it's a huge source of burnout right now just try to be patient try to understand that it is for the greater good and if you are finding that your screen time is becoming greater than your patient care time i would recommend that you focus mainly on what your patients need in that moment focusing on quality of your interactions more than your quantity and capturing those things on you know the electronic health documentation platform okay so it can be kind of overwhelming to see everything that's going on um, in the patient file electronically but really only knowing that you need to focus on what matters to your patient in that moment and what their goals are for that 
for that session with you, so to speak, is most important, okay? And just be patient with yourself, be compassionate with yourself. This is a learning curve, it will take time and just be mindful of it. Give yourself regular breaks if you are on the, uh, the computer for a sustained period of time. Get up, stretch, walk, um, take some deep breaths, drink water, things like that to kind of disrupt um, that constant staring at the screen okay and lessen the overwhelm on not only on your mind but also just through your senses as well okay so if you guys like this podcast please take a screenshot tag me and then i will tag you and share it with my network as well and i really appreciate your time and attention to this podcast i hope it is serving you if you have any suggestions if you have any ideas for guests who'd like to participate or who would be a great fit please send them my way i'm always open to that and i always love listening to other people's stories so um, don't hesitate to let me know there as well and just to remind you if you want to talk about this topic or if you have any other topics to suggest just reach out to me on Instagram. My handle's at bestobsessedwithjen. And until we chat next time, guys, remember to stay happy. So if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward, and I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes, and you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jenniferGeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support support.